This is Ross Domini from Shadowgraph. We offer a sci-fi look into a chaotic world through a weekly podcast and films on YouTube. Through a blend of video journalism, documentaries and the fictional-like worlds that sit in between, we take our audience into the heart of the pressing issues of our times. Is this the future or are we already here? Hello everyone and welcome back. Thank you for sharing the episode so far. For this one, we're going to be diving into the future. So buckle into your seats. These are some thoughts that lead to a general strike in England in 2035. Domination lasts for a while, but then it splinters apart because it can't hold itself together in the same way. There's a very big riot that's going on here in northwest London, and I don't know what the flip's going on. Neighbourhoods across England have barricaded their roads, stopping traffic across huge parts of the country. Enough with cars, say the people of this neighbourhood. Once upon a time, we used to have our very own British version of striking. As a nurse, I see day to day that the, the care I deliver to my patients is not up to standards that I wanted to be cared for. The cost of living crisis merged into a backdrop of labour disputes. An endless cycle of strikes, rising prices and a planet that was warming beyond the scientists' wildest predictions. But I think we're seeing nature start to match human change. Um, at a speed that we didn't really know it was capable of, and that's kind of wild. Floods in Pakistan have wiped out the cotton industry for Europe. We're not used to heat in, in this country. I thought this country would be sort of a refuge for people from Europe as Europe heated up, but I wasn't expecting this country to, to, um, to heat up in the way that it has, and now nowhere is a refuge. I mean, I had originally moved to St. Leonard's from California, um, and I had moved because I preferred the cooler weather. Um, so, you know, it does feel like you kind, of, you kind of have to keep moving, potentially. We were locked in past memories of nature, unable to process the magnitude of now. watching animals and birds and just sitting and, and, and there are some rivers and streams that I used to sit by. Most of those have gone now, they've dried up and they're not there. It's like everything is too fast, everyone wants more, 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 more. Most of us were unable to change our lives train strikes, kids needed driving to school. It was easier to order those books on Amazon. I think nature wants us to... I think nature wants to relax, I think nature wants a holiday, it wants a, wants, wants a break from us chatting all the time and being really annoyingly loud. Follow me. I've been promoted. Mm. 
man, if I had another world, what would I do differently? I'd probably take away some of the dangerous tech, <laughs> like a lot of the, the poisons, some, take, take the edge out of some stuff. Like, uh, I think we could definitely do without the nuclear weapons. General Sir Patrick Sanders, the outgoing head of the British Army, said on Wednesday that ministers should mobilize the nation in the event of a wider conflict against Russia. I think nature just wants to just stop and breathe. It would be wonderful to remind ourselves that we are just gardeners and that we can look after things and that we can make things grow and we can make things better without having to destroy everything the whole time. Many left the heat domes of London and tried in the ways they could to create caring environments of hope. Uh, the bike project down here in the bike lab is under, underground in an old concrete bunker on the seafront. Yeah, we've been down there trying to do our little bit, recycling and reusing bikes and encouraging people to share skills and yeah, just use their bikes more, get off, get off the petrol, get off the dinosaur. We have to persevere. We can't let despair take hold of us. And if you're going to be the last ones standing, then you want to be, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you want to be, you want to be the last ones rolling. You want to be on a bike and you want to be sharing skills and enjoying the wind in your hair. The labor unions became pointless. Mass work burnout. Once the sun was joy, and now she's agony. Well, you can't escape it. You kind of try and tell yourself that it's not really changing and it's not really that bad, but in the back of your mind, you know that things just look a bit drier and a bit more brown, and the grass in the summer loses its greenness so much quicker, and the rivers are lower, and that you're kind of wearing less of the clothes in your wardrobe. You're just reaching for the same T-shirt and the same pair of trousers every time. And you're not reaching back for, the, for that warmer stuff that you thought you would need. And um, on one level you think, wow, how fantastic. I can not worry about the cold. But on another level you're reminded that those cold, the cold represents seasons and change and and the kind of cycle. What is it to be mad in a mad world? Maybe it's to fit in, I don't know. Maybe you have to be mad in a mad world. Um, I think people are losing touch of what is sanity anymore as everything splinters and breaks down. So there are no parameters, there's no social cohesion because there's no, there's no society. Um, and so people are not held in check by the energy of society, so they're left to their own devices. And uh, uh, from what I see, you know, we're all perhaps going a little bit mad and finding our own way through this.
when you look at the charts and the graphs it's getting hotter and hotter and this year you know it's now too hot really to go out so direction of travel seems to be only in one way it's going to get worse and worse so I feel my biggest over, most overriding feelings of being scared uh, is this a mass extinction that you can read about and hear about I really hope not Well, I think we've always had like converging moments and diverging moments and under, you know, domination lasts for a while, but then it splinters apart because it can't hold itself together in the same way. And like when that happens, all of that kind of crashing creativity creates the fertilizer uh, for a whole new set of of divergence and innovation and culture to happen. And so, you know, I think we're kind of cresting right now. Um, And hopefully, like, having cleared that, you know, monolithic domination will create enough cracks for those thoughts to kind of come to the surface. It'll create enough uncertainty that people are no longer speaking so much and listening more. Um, And for us to kind of find out in this new space that we're entering into what works differently from what might have worked before. So in the end, everything stopped and we reached a general strike. It was a protest against ourselves and everything we did to the world. That's all for this episode. I'd like to give a massive shout out to uh, Max Bailey and the band Sonnen, who supplied the powerful music that really pushed along this story. Uh, I'd also like to thank Yorgos Triandafilou, who is my composer friend in Greece who made this tune right at the end. If you like what we do, consider sharing the episode and follow us on Instagram, which is at shadowgraph underscore media. See you next time.